0: The Louisville Cardinals have rushed for over 200 yards in each of the past five games. They look to carry that momentum over tomorrow when they face off with Syracuse, but will have to do so without Hassan Hall. It was announced on Thursday that the veteran running back has entered the transfer portal. We'll talk about what that means for the Louisville backfield moving forward and why getting the ground game going is the number one key to the game for both Louisville and Syracuse in this matchup. All of that. And much more on today's episode of the Locked on Louisville podcast. Stay tuned. You are Locked on Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everyone? Welcome in to another episode of the Locked On Global Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. Today's episode is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. I want to say thank you for making us your first listen of the day. And just a reminder the Locked On Global Podcast is free on all streaming services, including YouTube now, five days a week, your team every day. The Louisville Cardinals, as mentioned, have been very hot in terms of getting the ground game going. Um, However, lose a member of that backfield committee, Hassan Hall, has entered the transfer portal after spending the last four seasons with the Cardinals. We're going to talk about what that means for the Louisville backfield moving forward. And as you know, the Louisville offense has been very solid overall, but the rushing attack has been The key ingredient the past couple weeks, Syracuse, on the other hand, presents a dynamic one-two punch in the rushing department. We're going to talk about why the ground attack is the number one key for both of these teams in this game. And as we do every week, we'll give the final thoughts and predictions. I'm going to explain why I believe the Cards will win this game. I'm not confident. But before we get into the content of today's show, like I mentioned for those who are not aware of who I am, my name is Dalton Pence. I'm a credentialed media member for Cardinals sports Zone, where I serve as a recruiting analyst and a football beat writer. And I'll also do some announcing for the university in various sports. You can follow my Twitter at the picture below at dpence underscore, and the podcast Twitter page is at LO underscore Louisville. So let's get right on into it. It was announced Thursday that veteran running back Hassan Hall entered the transfer portal he's been a part of the program since the 2018 2-10 season under Bobby Petrino has shown flashes of brilliance throughout his career but nagging injuries and some issues with ball security have hindered um, his play and have kept him off the field at times Um, simply put you know looking forward to the past three games i'm not necessarily sure that this leaves a lasting impact on the louisville ground attack because for starters the number one rushing option for the cardinals is quarterback malik cunningham uh, very dangerous on the ground leads the cardinals in rushing yards and rushing touchdowns so although the cardinals offensive scheme is predominantly um in, in the majority of running you know not a lot of opportunity in terms of the backfield when Malik Cunningham is getting the majority of those touches and carries. Um, if anything, this just confirms, or should I say reaffirms, the notion that Jalen Mitchell and Travion Cooley will continue to um, handle the dominant portion of the workload in the Louisville backfield um, You know, over the past couple weeks. True freshman Travion Cooley has been implemented more and more into the game plan, getting more and more involved. Um, I think that that's one of the reasons why Hassan Hall has, um, you know, been one of the odd backs out, so to speak. And that, that's kind of one of the drawbacks to having a lot of competition at a certain position. is You're, you're always going to have, you know, one to two, maybe even three guys that are on the outside looking in. Maurice Berkeley and Aiden Robbins. Um, falling into that category, the change of pace back in Hassan Hall seems to have fallen by as well. Um, in his career, just under thirteen hundred yards for the Cardinals, eleven touchdowns, under two hundred receiving yards, no touchdowns in that category. Um, you know, throughout his career, it, it seems like he he's never able he's never been able to really secure that future back role. Um, 2018 showed some nice flashes, was one of the, I guess you could say, bright spots in that really horrid offense in 2018. But, you know, JV Hawkins came to the forefront in 2019, really busted onto the scene. One of the um, better running backs in program history, t- statistically speaking. So, um, you know, Hall has been playing behind him, and but he's been successful, like I mentioned, under Scott Satterfield. The Louisville offense has been predominantly based upon the run, so there's been plenty of opportunity for Hassan Hall to get his touches, and in some spots he succeeded. 2020 had some issues with injuries and definitely ball security that kept him off the field and saw Jalen Mitchell get a lot of work in the second half of last season, and then this season you have Jalen Mitchell come back. True freshman Travion Cooley has emerged, and then you know there were some issues with, Some injuries earlier on in the season had a big game against Virginia over a hundred yards. I believe a pair of touchdowns in that outing, but some ball security issues against Boston College saw him back on the bench. So Albeit, I think you know it. It is a you know a notable loss, but it was one of those things kind of to be expected. You know, Hassan Hall is in the point of his career where he you know he's trying to make it to the NFL, and at this point, it's just a matter of getting to an offense to where he can be that feature back. So, not necessarily a bunch of changes in in terms of where those touches are coming from. If there is a difference that um, you know could come to the forefront, in my opinion, it is to introduce a new change of pace back. And that's kind of one of the only drawbacks to ha- no longer having Hassan Hall is because, you know, Jayla Mitchell, Travion Cooley, and then you talk about the likes of Maurice Berklin, Aiden Robbins. Um, those four backs have really, you know, their bread and butter is, is based upon power. You know, they do possess speed. I think Travion Cooley is the most talented back on the roster. I think, you know, he has some very underrated speed. But there you know, aren't many change of pace speed backs, very shifty. However, we could see the emergence of, you know, go figure, Syracuse transferred Jawar Jordan, uh, the speedster back, that um, ultimately decided to transfer with the emergence of Sean Tucker, which we'll talk about in the next segment. Um, you know, we could see him get Im- implemented into the game plan as soon as this week, tomorrow, you know, um, more specifically, Jordan transferred into the program in early August, so he came in kind of late already, sustained um, a minor injury through the first part of the season, so wasn't really able to play until about game five or six in terms of being fully healthy. Um, but I don't think he's played a snap for the cards yet. That could change uh, based upon the um, levels of success that Jalen Mitchell and Travion Cooley um see against Syracuse and you know Duke and Kentucky moving forward so overall I mean yes losing a talented player like Hassan uh, does suck and we wish him the best of luck wherever he goes you know he has um weathered the storm stuck with the program throughout the 2-10 season and even in some uh instances where he didn't see a lot of time on the field really stuck through it so we wish him the best of luck but overall Not many changes coming to the running back room. Jalen Mitchell, Travion Cooley, still going to see the majority of the workload in the Louisville backfield, and along with Malik Cunningham. But we could see Juar Jordan get some more, um, or get some more, get some reps, especially early on against. Um Syracuse so we're going to talk about both of the rushing attacks and just why they're so deadly and why you know the number one key to this game is you know getting that attack going regardless of the team before we talk about that I want to talk about the title sponsor of the episode this episode of the Locked On Louisville podcast is brought to you by McDonald's proudly serving communities since 1965 Um, you know for me, it, it's more than just a place to recharge and and get some great food, but you know, it represents something in my life. I feel like all of the road trips that I've ever been on, which is frequently, my family likes to travel. But um, you know, one thing I always look forward to because I'm not a big car guy, and we always used to have you know big long car rides. But ultimately, I, I was um, you know always looking forward to going to McDonald's to either get a, a drink in the middle of the night, go to the restroom, or get some. Um, breakfast in the morning, an egg McMuffin with a hash brown and a cinnamon melt. But I think that that's the beauty about McDonald's, right? It, is it represents something different from ev- for everyone out there. And that's the beauty of it. You know, we talk about their food. They're great hot fries. I love their sweet tea um the sprite is some of the best um you know nationwide out of any fountain place i mean, it's it's a place where teammates can go uh, win or lose you know celebrate or you know sulk after a game i know we used to do that after some high school games so you know do yourself a favor go to your local mcdonald's to refuel and reconnect uh, did someone say locked on global watch party regardless i love their fries i love the atmosphere i'm loving it and i know you should too so moving on, uh, we talked about, you know, this Louisville running back committee, which is very dynamic, as I mentioned, rushing for over 200 yards in each of the past five games. Um, the most yards Clemson has allowed to opponent rushing this season, came against the Cards last week. However, they do face the team that runs the ball just a little bit better than they do. The Syracuse Orange uh, have a very dynamic one-two punch on the offense it all starts with uh COVID freshman um sean tucker who is second in the country 1,267 rushing yards 11 touchdowns to his name he is averaging just over six yards per carry and then you look at the quarterback position in a player like garrett schrader the mississippi state transfer and yes he is a player that um included louisville in his lists in his list of finalists um in terms of when he decided to transfer was on that list so some of you are already aware of what he can kind of bring to the table but you know sort of like Malik in a sense a very dynamic dual threat guy who is effective in finding the end zone he leads the orange with 13 touchdowns on the ground um, second on the team in rushing not necessarily the greatest passer Uh, he is you know he is to be respected you know defensive coordinator Brian Brown came out and said look yes You know, running the, you know, the rushing attack is the staple of their offense, but they have some playmakers on the outside. Garrett Schrader is a guy that you have to respect as a pocket passer when he uh, makes the decision to throw the ball, but there is... Absolutely no doubt that the key to this game for both teams is getting the ground game going. The Louisville Cardinals on um, the home team side of the ball, the offensive line, has continued to play better and better as the weeks go on. That's a trend that we have picked up on and have mentioned on this show over and over. Um, looking into the statistics of you know just how things are going for Louisville, they're only averaging right now about 205 yards uh, per game rushing. And I think that, that 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 number kind of is a little bit um, skewed in a way because it took a while for the cards to get stuff going on the ground. But ultimately, um, you look at how a team's playing now, and they're continuing to get it done on the ground. Malik Cunningham, very, very dynamic, and he's getting things going. But also, you know, you have the emergence of Travion Cooley, who had a big game against Boston College. Jalen Mitchell is one of the more solid backs in the ACC. Uh, Syracuse, however – third in the country in terms of running the ball that is where the um the key Um, struggle for Louisville will come. And and I think that, um, you know, the cards have done pretty well in terms of defending the run in the past couple weeks. And and I think that, you know, something has to give. It's either going to be the Syracuse dynamic rushing attack, which is one of the best in the country, or it's going to be the Louisville defense that has, you know, continued to play better throughout um, this second half of the season. But the Syracuse offense in terms of averages, 2477 yards per game on the ground so i i think that it's more of a key to the game for syracuse because you know unlike louisville they don't necessarily have so much as a respectable passing game i i don't mean to say a respectable passing game in a disrespectful way you know no pun intended but i mean like you know you think about louisville they're not you know extremely nuclear on the passing side of things but malik cunningham has a lot of Uh, weapons around him, Marshawn Ford, Jordan Watkins, um, Tyler Harrell, Mari Huggins, Bruce, the list goes on. Um, I think that, you know, the skill position outside of the running back committee, you know, Louisville has the edge. I think that Malik Cunningham is a better quarterback. I think he's a better dual threat than Garrett Schrader, you know, put it that way. So at the end of the day, I think it's, it's really just going to be a matter of, you know, for Louisville, Yes, getting the ground game is critical, and we've mentioned that it's seemingly, you know, the keys to the game for the Cards in, you know for the past five weeks, so to speak. But I think that this could really be um, the game in which it matters the most, because you know Syracuse's defense a little bit better than Louisville in pretty much every single statistical category, um, except for one, and we'll talk about it in the very final segment and that that could be one of the uh, parameters that ultimately have. You know, put the cards over the orange in my mind in terms of predictions. But um, overall, when you, when you look at this Louisville passing attack, I think it's more dynamic. I think they average over seventy yards per game passing than the uh, Syracuse Orange. So you know, as one-dimensional as Syracuse is, we we've, we've seen throughout this season. Sometimes it doesn't matter how one dimensional an offense is if they execute at such a high level. Take Virginia, for instance, passing the ball really well. They didn't necessarily get anything going on the ground, which was to be expected, but what they did is they hurt the Cardinals at what they did the best. So for Syracuse, it's more of doing, you know, following that same line of thinking, but in an opposite, you know, facet of the offense, which is, you know, the ground game. Um, I look for Louisville to really try to load the box a lot in this matchup, get the Orange in third and long situations. But they'll have to be extremely disciplined. But for both teams, it's just a matter of getting this ground game going. And and I I wonder whether or not getting in a shootout would bode better for the Cardinals or better for the Orange because um, it, it basically means one of two things. Um, I guess it's both a pro and a con for Wolver because number one, it's showing that the Cardinal offense can get going against that Syracuse defense, which you know, statistically speaking, you know they're pretty respectable—33rd in rushing defense, 25th in passing defense, uh, 44th overall, allowing 22.6 points per game in terms of a scoring defense. So um, you know, it does show that they're able to get something going in against Syracuse but it also means that it seems like the Louisville defense is either number one, giving up big time plays or number two, just allowing the Syracuse offense to get chunk yards at will. And that, that's, that's a scary sight. You know, anytime, anytime you get in a shootout um, doesn't necessarily make you feel good, but ultimately I, I mean, I feel good about the you know, Louisville's rushing attack getting going against the Syracuse orange. If they were able to do so against Clemson, Able to do so against NC State and Boston College. You know, I'm one to think that they're going to carry over that momentum, um, but I'm more so worried about the Syracuse rushing attack, just considering how dynamic it is. It, it would be different if it was just one um, player getting a ton of yards like Kenneth Walker III is getting right now at Michigan State. But unfortunately for the cards, it is a dual threat quarterback as well, and Garrett Schrader, who has having, you know, a phenomenal season up in Syracuse. So, you know you have to. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. You have to pay attention to him as well. So you you know discipline will be the name of the game. Um, completing tackles. You know not allowing guys to break tackles and get up into the secondary. That's the key. But the main key for both teams is getting that rushing attack going. Um, I, I mentioned at the very end of the you know introduction monologue that I think the Cardinals are going to win this game but I'm not necessarily confident about it. We're going to talk about that here in just a second after we talk about our friends at Online. We're back and we're better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile site to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code LOCKEDON. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. And bet online is where the game starts. Another opportunity that I think you need to be aware of is with our friends down at Price. Picks, um, correction, uh, built Bar. If you haven't tried a built Bar by now, you are simply missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it simply doesn't taste like one. You have to try one of these amazing bars yourself to believe it. Uh, in my experience, you know, most protein bars are... Um, you know waxy chalky or sometimes just hard to choke down but a built bar is 100% real chocolate it's soft and when you bite into it you know you're eating something different it's more of an experience but get this this is the number 1 thing for me built bars are low calorie low carb low sugar low fat high in protein and so you get, you're getting all of the healthy benefits on top of just being purely delicious, there are so many flavors. You know, the variety of flavors is another staple of Bilt Bar that I love so much. My favorite right now is salted Caramel, but you have other flavors like Coconut, uh, Cherry barcia, Raspberry, uh, Mint Brownie. Um, you know, go. You know, going on, so on and so forth. There are a ton of different flavors. This month, Built is coming out with new limited time flavors every three to four days. So check their website out often. You don't want to miss out. Do yourself a favor. Go to Built.com and use the promo code Locked fifteen, and you'll get fifteen percent off your first order. Once again, that is Built.com for fifteen percent off your first order using the promo code Locked. Fifteen. Once again, I want to take this time to say thank you for making Locked On Louisville your first listen of the day. It's free on all streaming services along with YouTube now, five days a week, your team every day. We're talking about final thoughts and predictions now. Um, I mentioned earlier on a Cardinal Sports Zone stat predictions piece that I think the Cards are going to win this game 35-31, to but I admitted on this show that I'm not necessarily feeling so confident about it. Now, as always, there's layers to this. The first thing, I'm going to talk to you why I think that Louisville is going to come out on top. I think that the differentiation between the passing games could prove to be key because um, although I don't necessarily feel great, if this team does go into a shootout, um, it does probably bode well for Louisville. More so than it does Syracuse because of the cards' uh, better passing attack. But ultimately, one of the key statistics that I found very interesting when it comes to this game, you know, Louisville has had, you know, an issue, you know, not necessarily the Clemson game, but um, against NC State and Boston College in terms of taking care of the ball. Um, Syracuse is last in the FBS out of 130 teams, tied with Kentucky with five turnovers for the um, the least amount of turnovers caused throughout the season. So far, that is an alarming statistic and um, you know, it kind of really throws a wrench in the analysis and preview for Syracuse. Cause sometimes, you know, with the, a- these ACC opponents, it's really hard to gauge just how good Syracuse is. You know, I thought that the orange were, you know, going to be a, a force to be reckoned with um, when they beat, um, you know, um, Liberty and Malik Willis, he, Possibly could be the number one quarterback in the NFL draft. They then went on a three-game losing streak in the ACC where they lost to Florida State, Wake Forest, and Clemson all by three points, which was very weird to me, um, but just showed you that they competed with the same teams that Louisville has competed with um, and now riding into this game with a two-game winning streak over Virginia Tech and Boston College. So Louisville looking to snap a two-game losing streak. Syracuse looking to extend their th- their two-game winning streak. They are 5-4 and four on this season, 53rd in the country in terms of strength of schedule, comparing that to 15th in the country for the Louisville Cardinals. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know statistically speaking, there's no true outliers or um things that jump off the page outside of maybe the uh, third ranked rushing attack that the Syracuse Orange possess. Um, for those looking for reference, Louisville possesses the 23rd best rushing attack in the country, which I think is a little bit misleading just because of how good they have been. Uh, but it's really hard to gauge how good this Syracuse team is. I think that, um You know, it's very, you know, it's a very real possibility that they cover the spread. Louisville is a three-point favorite as of right now, according to our friends at betonline.ag. The ESPN Football Power Index has Louisville as a 63.1% favorite in this matchup. So, um, you know, when it it boils down to it, um, Syracuse, out of the five wins on the season, not really impressed with any of them. Uh, we mentioned Virginia Tech and Boston College. They also have, you know, three over teams like Liberty, like we mentioned, but also Ohio and Albany. So this is going to be a very close game. I caution those Louisville fans that are coming into this matchup thinking that this is going to be an automatic win for the cards just because of how the team blanked the Qs last year up in the carrier dome. This is a completely different team. However, you know, I still think that Louisville. In terms of talent, is you know, is a better team on both sides of the ball. There's some guys like Mike Jones on that Syracuse defense that I think are going to have some pretty solid games uh, against Louisville, respectively, in terms of effort. But um, overall, I think the Cards win this game, 35 to 31. Um, but if they are to win this game what what happens? Obviously, I think that the rushing attack gets going. i I don't think it's going to be any coincidence that if they do win this game, there's a good chance that they'll have recorded the sixth straight game with over two hundred yards on the ground. I also look for Wobble to um you know convert on third downs. I think that you know, going into the matchup against Boston College and even Clemson, I thought that they did well in terms of third down defense, which is an aspect of you know the defensive side of the ball that they struggled with in the first half of the season and a couple games after that. So, um, you know, there's a couple, you know, correlating factors that will be an association between a win and what happens for the Louisville Cardinals in this matchup. So overall um, Louisville wins this matchup 35 to 31 in my opinion, however, not necessarily all that confident um, about that prediction, but overall talked about what Hassan Hall's transfer means for the Louisville backfield, um, why the rushing attack is the number one key for both the Qs and the cards in this game, and why I'm not necessarily feeling as confident about a little win, but I am predicting it. So, um, before we get out of here, I want to give a couple quick shout outs. The first being to the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast. Uh, The most recent episode of that dropped last Sunday. It recapped the Clemson loss and previewed Syracuse. Also, Jeremy Waman uh, in his weekly segment in game day prep um, talked to a Syracuse writer. It's always great to hear the um, opposing side of things. Also want to give a shout-out to the Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis from Lee Sterling. You can get that on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. On Monday, we will recap this game against Syracuse. We'll also talk about you know the Louisville basketball team playing Furman tonight. We'll give a recap on that um, and much more on next week's editions of the Locked On Louisville podcast. That's going to wrap up this episode of the show. Everyone have a great weekend. Be safe. Go out to the game to support Lamar Jackson's number retirement. But most importantly, go Cards.